0: Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I wanted to continue on with our Black History Month feature with May C. Jemison. She is an American engineer and physician, a former NASA astronaut. She became the first black woman to travel into space when she served as mission specialist aboard Space Shuttle Endeavor. So hope you guys enjoyed that and uh, look her up, do some research. Pretty cool lady. Thank you, May, And let's get into the episode.
1: on everybody welcome back to another episode bachelors in the city today my wonderful co-host dustin and i have what's up guys a familiar face slash voice to uh all you in bachelor nation the wonderful ashley i is joining us on the pod ashley welcome
2: hello thanks so much for having me here
1: of course of course we've uh I had the pleasure of joining you a couple times on Almost Famous. So we're stoked mm-hmm. to have you on our pod. And uh we got a lot to talk Thank about. You. So let's get into it.
0: So, first of all, before we get into anything, we talked on yours. Let's talk more about sex in the city. Okay, let's do it. You got me excited. And you've been you've been keeping up with this new season, right?
2: Yes. It's the weirdest complex. Because it's like I hate it, but
0: every Thursday I'm like, oh yay, new episode! (laughs) I'm getting so excited. I'll tell you right now who I feel really bad for. You probably know who I'm talking about.
1: Have you have you been keeping up, Dustin? Steve, me and Kat have been
0: watching this damn near every
1: Thursday. Oh wow!
0: But Steve, poor Steve. Yeah. Yeah. Steve deserves better. He's so loyal and easy. He's the perfect guy. He's chill. He's not going out.
1: Quickly remind me who Steve is. That's Miranda's husband. Husband. Okay.
2: Of like 20 years now. It's actually interesting. I feel like this storyline may wrap up in a way that we kind of like it more than we did throughout the journey of watching it. I think as much as it's like annoying to watch Miranda, who we just love, have loved with Steve for honestly decades now, I think... She probably represents a group of women out there that I, especially at 33 and newishly married, do not um, relate to at all, but I'm sure there's a lot of women out there who've been married for 20 plus years and they feel that urge that they need the excitement again and they find it with someone else they, and they don't like step back and like look at the big picture and think like, oh, that butterfly, that electricity feeling. It doesn't last forever. But you know what does last forever and is always comforting and wonderful? Sitting on the couch Steve. with your significant other, <laughs> eating ice cream and watching TV and like having those just like how was your day conversations. So I'm thinking, especially if you go back to the first episode, and sorry, like tell me if I go too over analytical here. No, not at all. Continue. The, the last Sex in the City movie was about how Carrie desired that excitement again. She was tired of staying home with Big. She was tired of takeout. She wanted to go out on the town. And then the beginning of this season, the first episode, we see that she like finds comfort and wonderfulness in that routine. And now I think it's Miranda's time to go through that phase. And I think in the last episode, we'll see her really appreciate ice cream and
0: couch time with Steve. I, but is Steve gonna stick around? Steve always sticks around. This has, like he said, this has happened more than once.
1: Guys, just, just, just remind, just so I can kind of fill in a little bit here. Is Steve? Has he been introduced at all? Like in season two? Of
2: the uh, season, I think he comes in in season two. He's the boyfriend with the glasses that talks like
1: this. You <laughs> know, he's man. a bartender. It, okay. Oh yes, I do know who Steve is now. Okay. Wow. Okay. He, he makes it all the way through. Okay, he actually
0: cheated on her one time. I remember that. Yeah. Um, he felt terrible. He started bawling, crying. Anyways, I think, well, everyone's like, well, what the fuck? Who cares? You know, after hearing that, they haven't watched it. But I don't know. Poor Steve, in my opinion. Yeah.
1: Great show. Poor though. Steve. Yeah. I definitely know. I think we were kind of talking about it on, uh, on your guys' pod. And like the connection with Bachelor Nation and Sex in the City. Like there is such an obvious reason of why these two fan bases collide and connect so well. And just ultimately just living vicarious. It's such a fun thing to live vicariously through other people in their love life and like the different stages oh, yeah. that they are going through. Things that yeah. you can relate to, things you hope you never have to relate to. But it's yeah. just, it's, it's why I think The Bachelor is such a successful show and has gone on for so many years. Sex and the City has been incredibly successful. People just love, love ultimately and living through it. With, yeah. With the cat. People
2: do love, love. And it's kind of like the Bachelor is the rom com on TV. And Sex and the City is like a, just a very long rom com, which makes me wonder I, if, I, if I was Carrie, I just couldn't help but wonder where are the rom coms of the 90s and the 2000s when people just crave that in their bones?
1: Well, wasn't this the show that was going on?
2: Well, I feel like it, people are so excited. People were so excited to have it back because we don't necessarily have that.
1: Right. Okay. I see what you're saying.
2: Because that, again, that's an example of something that was going on. 90s, 2000s, this right. show was on. Right.
1: But then, and then there was
2: the a 2010s yep. come and everything is like super realistic. And like, you know, then we're getting our rom-coms are like the big sick.
0: And it's like, I don't want the big sick to be my rom-com. You know what? Speaking on that, yeah, I think rom-coms have probably ruined a lot of relationships. Because <laughs> people have this fairy tale image that this is what love is like, this is what life is like. This it could be farther than I mean, it's further from the truth. It's insane. Like no,
1: no. Yeah,
2: but at the beginning, it is like one. You just have to like go in with a dose of realism that that stage isn't going to last forever.
1: Yeah, I, I think what, what you just said earlier, Ashley, is so true. And I think sex in the city actually does a good job of accurately exactly. portraying how the, fa- yes. the stages and the phases you go through. You know, you guys are talking about now with Miranda and, and missing that excitement, that little spark, and then you find it later in life, and, and you're a you're, you're human being at, at the end of the day, right? So you're tempted a little bit. But what you just said, Ashley, is so true, is yes, that spark won't be there. 20 years, most likely down the line the same way. But you want that person just to have that casual conversation with, have that ice cream, not care, put your sweatpants on and enjoy the night with. And I think it actually does a really good job of accurately portraying real life situations.
2: That's because it's the long form rom-com where we get a hundred hours of it,
1: basically. I think, yeah, we just, Sex and the City has it all for us. We don't need another, (laughs) another show. Just keep it going. Don't stop.
0: We should, I've been telling Pete, Ashley maybe you want to join in on this. We should just do recaps from yeah. Sex in the City.
2: I was I thought about doing that on my other podcast too. I don't get it. We did we didn't because we had a long break in between, you know, with the Christmas and everything. But you guys should go. Just do like straight through. Have Peter watch the entire series. Yeah. With the movies included, straight through and then you can start the recaps, one through 10. Sounds
0: good. I'll, I, I'll rewatch it for you. So And just like that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, no, I, I think I'll, I definitely will. Well, Ashley, moving forward, uh, big, obviously, big congratulations is in order for you. You are pregnant. You are about to have a baby.
2: I mean, literally could be like a week from today.
1: No way. How, how are you feeling with everything?
2: I'm oddly feeling physically still my best. <laughs> is the weirdest thing for anyone to say at 38 weeks, apparently. Um, I just was so sick for 28 weeks. Like for 28 weeks, I was throwing up. I mean, not every day, but regularly. And then especially the first 23 weeks, it was more days than not. Oh my so God. when I got to the point where I wasn't nauseous, I'm just like, I have nothing to complain about now. Uh, so right now... I'm fine. I feel I feel very full. Yeah. I feel um, like I have like, this gross taste in my mouth constantly, which is the worst symptom that nobody has ever talked
0: about. Interesting. What's the What's the most common symptom? People say, "Oh, this is going to happen." You're like, "Yep, that happened." I think nausea.
1: Nausea. Oh, yeah. yeah. I can't imagine nausea for 28 straight. I weeks. couldn't
0: either. Uh-huh. Like, hats right?
1: off to women around the world. You guys are heroes. For
0: real. I get nauseous every time I get <laughs> in a car in the city. Like, you guys, I get just, anno- I'm just so annoyed. I'm like, no one talked to me. I can't look at my phone. I feel, damn.
1: Same
2: with Jared. Jared gets so car sick in New York City.
0: Yeah. He
2: has to be in the front. He basically has to be in the front seat of a taxi. And even then, because you know, the taxi drivers just, they love to brake really fast. <sighs>
1: Yeah, Dustin Dustin struggles with that. We were Ah. we've been uh, apartment searching and uh, going from place to place, (laughs) and it's not Dustin's favorite thing. But no, it's not. Are you so being pregnant with your pregnancy at the tail end Mm -hmm. of it? Is it obviously you said twenty eight weeks of nausea, but you hear women still speak about it's one of the greatest times of their lives, and they love being pregnant, and like they miss it. Like, will that be you or no?
2: That's not me, and I don't think that's most. I think that's a big. That's a big, faux so, pas. I don't know know what it is, like cultural miss. It's just like a,
1: what's the word for this? Just flat out wrong. Not it's just flat out accurate. wrong for
2: most. I think just okay. it doesn't represent the general public. Some women do love it. I really am curious to know what about it they could possibly love because there are, i've had so many. Is that like effects. like
1: the bonding? Do you feel like a As a woman, it's something a man will never really feel, right? You have your child in you. Like, do you feel that kind of bonding relationship at all or not really? I
2: I certainly, the first first two trimesters, like I didn't feel connected to the child at all. So I was like, oh, am I horrible? Am I like so not motherly? But now that he like moves a lot Mm -hmm. and it actually feels like there is a baby in there. It's wild. I feel like I... I feel probably, I know I feel more connected to him than Jared does, but most fathers don't say that they don't feel connection until, of course, they hold him, which I don't know how you could really feel connected
1: until you hold In, him. Until that point, no, no doubt. Yeah. So tell me, I,
0: I don't doubt you've been watching, what's your favorite pregnancy movie?
2: Well, the one that I watched early on that I just had to revisit was what to expect when you're expecting.
0: Yeah. Cameron Diaz is in that, right? Yeah. Okay, yeah. that's funny. Yeah.
2: I remember that Elizabeth Banks' character was like obsessed with the idea of getting pregnant and thought that she was going to be just like this whimsical woman. And she was everything but, and she's very relatable in that movie. Uh, and then there's the Brooklyn Decker character, which is really funny because she just had the easiest pregnancy of all life. And then when you see people on Instagram or you talk to somebody who had an easy pregnancy, they're, I'm just like, oh, they're the Brooklyn Decker character. Oh, so annoying.
1: <laughs> who is, um, what, what is your, uh, your, your favorite craving?
2: Okay. So do you guys want to get weird?
1: Yeah, super weird. Let's
0: get weird.
2: <laughs> I told Ben about this a couple of days on the podcast a couple of days ago. So it's not breaking news. However, it's an interesting thing to discuss. I haven't had any weird cravings. Um, I really, really could only tolerate like pasta and cheese, like pizza, um, macaroni and cheese, grilled cheese, all that stuff, especially early on. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it was about it. And I haven't had any like really weird sim- um, cravings where you want to put like ice cream on ham or anything like that. Okay. Except for in the past three or four weeks, I wanted to like eat laundry detergent. What? (laughs) Like like Tide Pods? (laughs) Okay, like not Tide Pods, like old school laundry detergent that like your mom would like, pick up with a scoop or like a chlorine tablet for the pool. That sounds so good. You're kidding me. The smell of fresh laundry, like Comet. If you were to like clean a bathtub with Comet, like I want to eat it so
0: bad.
1: That is wild.
0: (laughs) And it sucks because you can't.
1: Yeah, you can definitely not. Don't do that.
0: Uh, yeah. I would, if, I was, if I was your husband, I'd be like, you know what, babe? It's okay. I'm going to do laundry. Um, <laughs> that. <laughs>
2: it's something about the texture, too. My friend suggested that I get pixie sticks. I was like, that could do it. That's true. Like something
0: gooey yeah. or something like that? Or?
2: No, it needs to be like sandy, like the texture of baking powder. Oh, baking so that soda. laundry detergent. Baking soda. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. Not liquid form. From pops. Uh, those little
1: Snap. So so Pop so, so liquid like Tide pods. That's disgusting. But powder, yeah, no thanks. Delicious. I mean, this okay. smells good. Okay, gotcha.
2: <laughs> and I'm really into that cleaning smell right now.
1: <laughs> is it? What, so as a woman, is it like this? Is just interesting. I don't think I've ever really had an in depth conversation with a pregnant woman.
2: Oh, please do. It, I have all the things. to Do set. you just
1: like? Is it like super nice to like? You have nine months excuse to just eat as much as you want, and like, Heater. it's all good.
2: It has been
1: reckless. That You're so lucky. <laughs> you do I do that have, anyways. <laughs> I don't. I'm trying to be so much better about that. That's why I'm excited for Clay to move in with us. But, like, that is like a nine month get out of jail free card. Like, hey, I can do it. It's for the baby.
2: This is what I told my sister. I was like, the thing is, I only have one more week or so to eat like this. And then I have to go back to like, a diet of like, you know, I usually, what I would normally do before I was pregnant, I, I'm an intermittent, I like intermittent fasting. Yeah. I wouldn't eat till 12. Um, I'd have healthy things during the day and then kind of eat what I want for dinner. Everything would be like nicely portion controlled. I I was like, I put thought into it, but I'm not like overly healthy. But I have just been like reckless abandonment, just like shoving everything in my mouth, a meal every two hours, basically.
1: You are living your best life right now. Yeah. Actually. That is, you are. And it's
2: going to have to end. And somehow I only gained 35 pounds, which is like right about what you're supposed to do. Wow, that's really
0: good. That's incredible. Have you been working out? And Oh, like,
2: heck no. <laughs> <laughs> That's another thing I got to get back into. That sucks.
0: I saw a weird TikTok. Well, I don't know if it's weird or not, because I don't know what's healthy, not healthy. But there was this woman in the weight room, like, throwing up weights, hitting squats, and bench pressing. And she was pregnant, like, ready to It's ready fine, to honestly. Is it fine? It's okay. It's good. I didn't, it's good okay, for I didn't know her. if, like, straining like that was good or not. But, yeah, very interesting. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's, um, that, okay. And so do you have, if you had a guess right now, because I feel like every child can relate with their mom, to a, like a food that they both crave, that they both love. And it probably has to do with the mom eating a lot of that in the pregnancy. For me, yeah. it was crab legs. My, my mom made my dad get her crab legs whenever <laughs> she was craving it like crazy. All you could <laughs> eat. And now I'm obsessed with crab legs. What do you think it'll be for your uh, son?
2: Unfortunately, it's going to be McDonald's specifically McDonald's breakfast.
1: Oh, <gasps> at least it's not detergent. God. Why did you I love that's, McDonald's that's good. breakfast. Yeah, at least
2: it's not detergent. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I do love a good sausage egg McMuffin. <laughs> and he
2: too. will kick. Like, I, actually, the, the word the term "kick" like is also I'm like weird with because not once has it been like have I felt like he's like kicking. He, yeah. I feel like he like is kind of moves like a dolphin in me to be more precise about it. And the kicking sounds like he's trying to be mean to me. And actually, the only time he was mean to me was when he was making me throw up every day. I think, but, but when I eat McDonald's breakfast, he's like, "Hello, party time!
1: Oh, no. I love this
2: stuff."
1: That's like my dog Trip. <laughs> trip is Trip. <laughs> I
0: kid you not is a crack fiend for <laughs> McDonald's fries. I am not joking. This dog- I didn't oh. think
1: a dog could get addicted to food.
0: My dog also
2: got in the habit of seeing the McDonald's breakfast bag every oh, morning. Okay. Every other, right? maybe other every third morning. <laughs> and she knew that she'd get a little egg McMuffin and a little hash brown. So she got just as excited as me and Dawson.
1: You guys, I I'm right there with you. Trip and I are right there with you. We'll come and have, when Dawson's a little older, have some uh, McDonald's breakfast with you guys. At <laughs> yes. We just, need Coffee house. we
0: need to start this man. Like, no more shaming people that love McDonald's. Like, we all oh, love no. McDonald's. Hey, I'm all for it. Let's, let's yeah. talk to shame.
2: Hey, the breakfast isn't even that bad for you, you know? This is true.
0: <laughs> it's so good. Is it really? <laughs> let's talk about... Let's talk about... Name.
1: So, Peter made a comment. This is, this is kind of funny how this all This has has is up. awesome. So, we're talking with Ashley on Almost Famous. And so, oh, you asked me a question about... LA, New York difference, how you're like in New York, essentially, where do you see yourself? Mm-hmm. Is it a long-term, short-term? So my answer essentially is, yeah, I just, I said I was going to be a year or two out in New York. And now I'm like, all right, maybe a year or two, maybe I never leave. We'll see. I'm kind of just doing the whole Jack Dawson thing and going, you know, going with the wind, who knows what's going to happen tomorrow, <laughs> uh, you know, next week, next year, just go with it. And then boom, I just see Ashley's face. She's like, oh.
2: You love waking up, not knowing who you're going to meet. That's me. <laughs> One day, I'm sleeping under a bridge. Next day, here I am, the grandest ship in the world, having champagne with you five
1: people. With you five That's so true. I love that scene. Uh, but definitely living a Jack Dawson-type life. And this, apparently, Jack Dawson from Titanic, Leonardo DiCaprio's character, is the inspiration for your son's name.
2: Yes, it is. It is my favorite movie since the age of 10. I knew at the age of 10 that it was going to be my favorite movie for the rest of my life and that nothing ever could come close. I mean, Jack Dawson, Leo as Jack, I mean, was what by far first crush, most like intense feeling, like what is this feeling, right? Right. Which, is it weird to name your child after a crush? But my sister and I would sit there in 1998 and we'd watch it and then we'd look at each other. And we'd be we like, should we rewind it? We'd watch it again. And I I don't know. I love the character.
0: And
1: I so love the why movie. Th- and- was, there's no Jack, though. It's just you're calling... His name's Dawson, not yeah. Jack.
0: She's really in love. She was playing with her hair right there. Just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Reminiscing how that, that, that feeling was, you know, when you're first discovering the other sex.
0: <laughs> um, you went back hope you're- there. I hope your son's a traveler for sure. I hope he. <laughs> I, ho- I hope he's a traveler. He's, he's yeah,
1: I hope have he has some Jack Dawson, Dawson in him for sure because that's, yeah. that's definitely a good thing. Yeah. Dawson and Dimitri. Yes, Dawson Dimitri. The him.
2: middle name really has no meaning to it. We just like the sound.
1: Dawson Dimitri, well, Goes very good. very charming name.
2: Thank you. Thank you.
1: much you aren't doing right now. You're giving birth. You are doing podcasts left and right. And you guys have a coffee house. Yes. That you just opened up.
2: Yes. It's called Audrey's coffee House and Lounge. So it's a coffee place during the day and it is a bar at night. It's like a martini cozy lounge. Okay. Obviously it's in the name. It's been Jared's dream basically to open up something like that. And he has been there we opened up the first week of December, and he has legitimately been there working ninety hours at least a week.
1: Wow, that's yeah. what it takes. So I haven't status. seen him a lot
2: lately, which sucks.
1: No, sure. I mean, that's 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 incredible though. That that's that's, to it. that's
0: so smart though to do because I mean, you're making money in the in the morning, afternoon, and at night as well. You know, it's a highly functional, it's very functional uh, idea.
2: Very smart. I like that. Thanks. I know there's not enough places like that. We we really like the idea that you can like go to some place, get a drink, and it not be like a bar vibe. Like you can sit on couches by a fireplace and have a conversation with a group of friends instead of it being like, "What'd you say?" Like totally. That. I,
1: I like know, that know exactly what you mean. Soho
0: vibe. Soho yeah. House vibe. Yeah. Yeah,
1: We had a place, I went to Baylor in uh, Waco, Texas, and there was a place called Common Grounds. And I think it's kind of similar to your guys' vibe. I don't, I don't think it was a bar. There was an alcohol there, but it was more of a coffee house. And yeah, I definitely like that. Big fan. Thanks.
2: Thank
1: you. All right. Bachelor Gossip.
0: Okay. Bachelor Gossip. Are you loving the shit show? Let's just get to it. Are you loving it?
2: <laughs> I, I When it's not there, I do miss... I do miss it when there's not drama. It's funny because I'm like, oh, too much drama. Where's the romance? And then it's like, oh, now I'm bored.
1: <laughs> yeah, I feel like you and I are similar viewers of bachelor, of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. We love the romance. Love seeing the, the scenes that people really fall in for each other and that story developing. And that's what we watch it for, but we can also appreciate the drama. And this season has no shortage of that. I'm here for the drama. Yes.
2: So Peter... You know what? I like the romance when the drama is shitty. But when the drama is good and there's a reason behind it, then I really like the drama. Okay. You had great drama. I, like, was excited to get my screener each week during your season. But it's been a couple seasons now that the drama has been like, are you kidding me? You guys are fighting over that? This is so ridiculous. I don't even... That's no, you're not exactly pulling me in with about. this. Yeah, but then on the on the flip side, Tasha's season didn't have a lot of drama, but it, it the romance was so good, and, and I, love, I was really didn't love sucked that? into that.
1: Okay, yeah, you were. Yeah, that's, I love Tasha's season and, and love that Tayshia's story. Season. It's funny you say like, I mean, I guess I don't know if I say thank you or or what you say in my season has <laughs> had great drama. Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or bad thing, but I. I was always like thinking that my shit and we're not even getting into my season here, but my shit, like it, I was like, you guys are fighting over a freaking champagne bottle. Like why? Like I, (laughs) I just thought it was so stupid. So I'm glad some of you guys (laughs) found entertaining and enjoyed it. Yours was
2: really good when it came down to the end. Yeah, I mean, you know, for, for reasons that you probably don't
1: like. And quarantine. (laughs) I'm curious to see how obviously fantasy suites played a big, part in my season and mm-hmm. it's kind of like the make or break i guess for oh, it's gonna be a good season or a crazy season right i think we're seeing a similar playout come out in clayton's season what do you guys think you're gonna happen? because we have the potential here for a virgin to be final three fantasy suites she's already now said that she is open to spending the night and possibly losing her virginity to Clayton, that that's like a whole nother, like maybe mine was like a shit show for the fantasy suites. This is a whole nother level of potential. I see possibly unraveling.
2: Well, yeah. Nick vial and I talked about this after night one on our podcast. Um, on Ben and my podcast, we had Nick as our guest and he, he and I definitely are pretty convinced by the way that they, introduced Teddy's virginity with her being so open about her being okay losing it in the fantasy suite that there's just no way that they they don't take this and run. So, I assume that this is going to happen and this is the only reason that Clayton ends up saying I was intimate with all of you in the fantasy suite because why else would they have him say that? And let's be real here. He didn't volunteer that information
1: because he, on his own.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Why why disclose that? That's nobody's business. Like, they
1: they they for they for they force me to say it. They force they force these guys to say it. Because you're right. You don't, it's at that point, it is no one's. I mean, I could see the argument. Well, no, it is my business because yes, you're technically kind of dating, but
2: to announce it in front of all three That's, of them like that? Really That's quiet. what's weird. Why do you think you they, could pull them aside?
0: Yeah, wait. How would the show, even though like if you're if how would they know they had sexual relations? <laughs> well, are you supposed to come out of fantasy some people and check can't a, keep their and make Make a check, I had wait, sex?
2: Wait. Or? Dustin, great question for Peter. Do they like interrogate you into saying what did go down? I've been in fantasy suites before. Uh,
1: you know what? And I'm I just, guess they did. I'm going to dish I, it. I don't think I've ever okay. dished all this. So I'm going to tell it how it, how it is because I wish all these girls the best. So <laughs> you guys, you know what? It's been a couple of years now. I'm just going to say it. Wow. I'm actually saying this. Okay. With Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown and I had an agreement to keep it secret, to keep it between the two of us. It was actually her. She actually told me to not tell anybody. And I respected it. I said, okay, I can do that. Then we left. I left. This is um, in that season. I left. You go do a whole day of, well, Ashley, I'm sure you know. Yeah, you do a whole day of, uh, and I was exhausted because you really don't sleep obviously that night. And I was so, so tired. And you have to do pickups and B-roll walks and interviews. And the entire day, they're kind of like poking. My producer's like poking. Well, well, like what? what? Like never directly asking me. And... I think they, I don't think they actually ended up showing any of my interviews, but I never said it on camera, but I just was like, I think I was like, oh, a gentleman doesn't, you know, doesn't, doesn't, you know, sleep and tell her or something like that, or yeah. I'm going to respect the privacy, but I think she could tell, but she never directly asked me, but we did a ton of interviews where she kept poking. And then on The Bachelor, Bachelor, I was like, I was, I was, I remember with, with Hannah Ann, I was like on cloud nine. I remember like we had a really incredible night. And so I think I probably, I don't think we didn't have a conversation about what should like, or shouldn't come out. Like, I just was like, I was in a whole different world. I was, I was like in love, right? In that moment. And uh, so I think, I don't think I ever specifically said it, but I probably hinted to it. I alluded to it. And uh, yeah, I I don't think, and then with, obviously with, with Madison, you know, nothing ever happened there. And then.
2: And then Victoria.
1: Victoria. You know, we had a a great night too. And I feel like fantasy suites are the worst thing in the world for the lead. If the lead's really trying to buy in, like, and, and there's still like potential, like between the final three, it's like, that's the worst thing in the world you could put someone through that is like foot in, maybe half in or something, somewhat invested in and multiple people. Now you want to introduce like this really like intimate portion and give us, you know, obviously the off screen time is incredible and it's amazing, but it really like, I can, I can feel for Clayton. I can understand. I'm Obviously I went through it. I get it. And it's not easy. And obviously you want to do the right thing and you don't want to hurt anybody for sure. But man, as a human being dealt with that, it's, it's not easy to handle it perfectly in any way when feelings are involved and, and you're confused by those. And I, I think for sure, Fantasy Suites made me, convince me that you can fall for more than one person. I don't think I've thought that truly. And mm-hmm. I've seen some leads say that too. No, it is possible. And I'm definitely a proponent. Yeah, it's definitely possible.
2: Now, I got to ask you guys a question. If you were going into the Fantasy Suite with a virgin, would you ever do it?
0: No. Me, me personally...
2: I mean, I guess, Peter, you kind of, did you do an overnight with him? You didn't do overnight with Maddie.
1: No, I told, I told when our conversation there with, with Maddie, I remember, you know, I was like, listen, obviously we're not going forward with anything, like anything like that. Like, but let's just at least get some type of off screen time to talk because we yeah. never had a chance to talk. And, you know, I tried to fight for that and that wasn't going to happen, but there is no was that way. because
2: she didn't, she didn't want
1: to she- do that? She was in a very confused state. She yeah. was and I rightfully so. I mean, I feel horrible putting her in that position and I totally get her standpoint. Um, so she needed time to process it and and be on her own. And I respected that and I wanted to give her time. But I had tried to get like just a couple hours. Let's just talk and then I'll, you know, I'll go to my room and at least we could have some off-camera time. But she was confused and I totally totally respected it. And uh yeah. yeah. But no, I don't think I I couldn't I couldn't could you? Could you have done something, you know, with a virgin, like, that close me? to?
0: Me or her? Yeah, you, Dustin. Me? Yeah. No. Who? I'm, I'm Who? 33 you? years old. Last thing I would <laughs> want as a 30-something-year-old is to be with a virgin. Now, me personally, i just I rather have uh, uh, a woman that has had experiences and has had life lessons and stuff such as that. So that's something I wouldn't be for, yeah.
2: So, okay, well, Dustin, I got to dive into this because I was an old virgin, quote, quote, and now I need to know it's it was it's kind of a turn off for you, huh?
0: A virgin? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's uh
1: why? I I, I... like truly like think about it. Why?
0: I I think I would get for a couple of reasons. I would want someone to have already those experiences. So if you're a virgin and you hook up with me and everything's great, we move on. You might have that in the back of your head that hey, I kind of want to see what else is out there. I haven't had those experiences. I haven't. I, I don't know what that is. And I so you're
1: you're worried about them and and their headspace and and all well of what comes with being a virgin, would be but not a you. A number
0: of things. I I would. Are we talking as if? I'm looking for a relationship or if it's just like someone I'm kind of like hooking up with.
2: Like say you went on, let's say you went on three great dates with a girl and then you found out she was a virgin. How would that make you feel about continuing things? Continuing on.
0: Oh, That's a tough one. That's a real tough one. Of course, it depends on the person. How's our connection? It's like, if you're the love of my life, like that's fine, but casually i I wouldn't go into it,
1: but I feel like I'm picking up on you're saying that because you're worried they down the line are going to want something more or going to have thoughts yeah, of what else is out there. That's
0: not the main thing. um One thing is I kind of I want someone that knows what they're doing uh a little bit when we get down that path. I don't want to gosh, you guys are really trying to put me on the spot with this.
1: No, I just, Man, just, I'm just curious. I, Okay, i I would too. want I just someone a
0: little experience. I think I, I would rather have that than someone that's not experienced. Two, yes, later down that's the totally road, fair. they might want to venture out and try new things. And I mean, and actually, I know nothing about yours. I didn't, I didn't know you were an older virgin. I didn't know. But I'm just saying, that's what I, yeah. I would rather have someone that already had those experiences.
2: So you you don't think that your main concern is the fact that she would Get clingy because I feel like that's what a lot of guys say.
0: I, I it's hard to say. Pro I mean, most likely, she. I, uh, gosh, I
1: don't know. If you if I, you're crazy about the girl, though, you want. I mean, I know clingy has it's, a negative yeah, connotation. Kind of special, you if, want you don't you feel to feel kind of
0: like yeah. So I guess, but if it's like a, I guess there's so many things that could add add into this that you just can't. It's it's a very gray area. Overall. I would not want to date someone that's a virgin. I'll just say that.
1: Okay. Hey, and fair enough. Yeah. To each what their about, own. What about you guys?
0: Shit. Oh, put me in yeah, the house. Yeah, I'm
1: curious. You, Ashley, what? What you said? You were an older virgin.
2: How- yeah. So I mean, would I wanted to have dated a guy who was also a virgin? Yeah. It's de- there's definitely a double standard there, and it sucks. Like I can't really get around it. I think. That like, as a girl, you definitely want the guy to have a little bit more experience in that department. You want him to like kind of guide you and teach you through.
1: Mm -hmm. But if you had gone on three dates with a guy, same question posed to you, and then you find out he's a virgin. What's that doing for your headspace?
2: If I was a virgin too, definitely... Wouldn't have an issue. I don't think I would have an issue with it. I'd be like, "Wow, this is going to be real awkward one day. One day we're going to have a really awkward experience together." If this continues, that
0: reminds me of the forgetting Sarah Marshall. Um, the yes, two that just can't get it together. But anyways, continue. Yes, <laughs> oh, totally. That,
1: that actually, that I don't think I've ever talked about this. That was I was supposed to reveal. That on the show, on, on The Bachelor, the date that uh-huh. Hannah actually was hosting, that got canceled, was supposed to be a date in front of a live audience talking about, I think, how you lost your virginity type experience. And that would have been the that's most right. uncomfortable. So I'm actually very thankful we had that conversation because I would have hated to have to share that.
2: <laughs> that would have been the worst day ever. It
1: involved a dog bed. That's all
2: <laughs> I actually think I got mad at that day. I was like, why would they ever do that? That's so wrong. Yeah. Again, I can see Dustin's perspective. It really does make a difference on like how much you're vibing that person and how attracted you are to that person. Mm-hmm. Because if I was really attracted to them, I, I don't think it would be an issue at all. I think it's kind of more of like the double, the double virgin thing where you're just like, okay, yeah, one day we're going to have a real awkward um figuring out.
1: Kind <laughs> of a fun play date. <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's good.
0: Ooh.
1: Well, we... uh. We will see how the end of the season goes.
2: (laughs) We will will see how (laughs) to transition out of this conversation.
0: What are we going to see? Oh, man.
1: (laughs) No, with with the final three, we will see. um, Drama sake, I hope that Teddy's there. Teddy, I mean, she seems like a sweetheart, too, outside of her whole storyline with that. But I guess uh, just predictions for the winner. Who does Mr. uh, Clayton end up with?
2: I want to say I'm going to kind of agree with you. I think it's... Teddy, Susie will definitely be in that top three. I don't know who the third is going to be. And I don't think he's going to end up with Teddy. I think she could end up being the Bachelorette. I think he's going to want to be with Susie, but I don't think Susie's going to want to be with him. Mm -hmm. So I think that's going to be one of those dramatic, I'm leaving and I'm in the top two or three. Yeah. And then he may end he may end up alone. I do like your theory about the fact that they're like having him tease that he found love. Yeah. Maybe he found love, but maybe it wasn't reciprocated. And that would yep. be quite a twist.
1: Yeah, I think I think I, I said it. I think it's gonna be either that he found, you know, self-love didn't work out for a relationship, or it's or it's Susie. But I see what you're saying too. I, I think right now, and Dustin's has this theory that maybe Susie's just holding back a little bit because she's not hundred mm. percent sure yet of where his head's at. And if, she, if he gives her that confidence, she'll start to maybe uh, give in a little bit more. We'll see. But yeah, I think it's Susie or, or no one.
0: I don't know, man. He might be single. I don't I don't know if I see anything. Poor guy. I feel bad for him in a lot of ways,
1: but.
2: He's 28. He was The Bachelor. He's gonna be fine. He,
1: he is. But don't you agree? I, I don't understand the hate that the show gave him right as he was going on. You know what I mean? Like the whole mean tweet seg- like segment. I, I get the, they're trying That's to be so comical weird. with it, but why attack your lead, your basher that no <laughs> one even knows before he even starts? It was a little odd.
2: Yeah, they definitely thought that, like, oh, look, we're going to like poke fun at the same thing that you're poking fun at. And yeah. it didn't do it. It wasn't. It was weird. They should have done like some sort of get to know you thing. I still don't feel like I'm at all attached to him. Like, I don't
1: care if he finds love. Yeah, it's so sad yeah. to say, but I agree with you. Everyone's
0: yeah. probably rather him just be, let's be real. If he comes out single, he's going to have a great time out in the streets. So, Wow, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> out in the streets. All right. <laughs> Am I wrong? No. <laughs> we get it. Out at the bars, on, in the, on the apps.
1: He's in the street,
0: <laughs> I, And I want that for him. I want him. I he's going to be, gonna be like
1: Dustin when Dustin first moved to New York City. <laughs> Shut up, Pete. <dude. laughs> That's going to kill you.
2: How long did it take you to get the
0: girlfriend? We had, we were like hookup buddies from like March until we started becoming more official around July and really official
1: August. Yeah, this is like a slow burn. Actually, it's funny. We've already talked about it, so it's okay. I can. I'm not sharing tea. But our roommate. This is gonna be a funny, funny oh, God, Yeah. Wow. So she she started. She met Clay on on Raya. Okay, yeah. So they met they met on a uh, on an app, Raya app, and uh, her and Clay actually first met oh. um, before, and then I guess well, it was just well, more platonic. No, no, then, no.
0: We all met the first time together. Oh, that's that's right. Oh, and she paired off with Clay. No, no, no. Like, she, her and Clay met on this dating app. Clay came out here to visit me. Clay was like, I'm going to invite this girl over with her friend. Like, yeah, cool. And, yeah, she came out and met us out at the bars. We were all having a good time. And later on, me and her just connected. Made an instant connection.
1: Wow. Uh, And and he didn't care at all?
0: I think he was a little mad, maybe. I don't know. But he's fine. He's fine. Well, that' you guys what we have been all, together
2: long enough.
0: I mean, that guys, I we, hope we, fine. We, we're pretty much all raised in this bachelor, bachelorette concept. Uh, it's fine, you know?
1: That's yeah. true, I guess. You're kind of yeah. privy to that. But no, you guys make a great couple. And uh, yeah, they're super they're super cute together. So much love to Cap. Well, Ashley, this has been a blast having you come on. Thanks for joining us. and Thank uh, you
2: for having me. So fun. It's been so fun.
1: Where are, you, where are you
0: located at?
2: Um, Well, currently, I'm in Virginia at my parents' house. So Jared and I live in Rhode Island.
0: Oh, so not too far away. So maybe this summer. Yeah.
2: You guys Uh, totally need to come up and do something at Audrey's. We would love to have you when the weather gets nicer and you guys can actually enjoy Rhode Island apart from just the drinks that we'll
1: give you. Let's do it. Are you you close to like Newport there?
2: Yeah, actually, it's about 15 minutes from Newport.
1: Well, I guess it's also a very small state. so
2: Yeah, so
0: everything is within like
2: 45 minutes from Newport.
0: Well, okay, looks like we have a summer vacation. I mean, not vacation, but a summer getaway to go to.
2: Yes. Oh my gosh, we would love that. Yeah, that's awesome. Let's Let's do do it it for sure. And yeah, thank
1: you. Say hi to Dawson, Dimitri.
2: Yes, well, I'll say hi to him in a week or two for you.
1: That's we'll awesome! A, <laughs> congrats, we'll bring a so late cool. um, Showering gift? What they call it again? Uh, baby um, shower. Baby shower.
0: Baby shower. I think I have pregnancy brain right now. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We'll bring you a gift, thanks, for guys. Little Dawson.
2: Very fun. All right, talk to you soon. Bye.
1: Bachelor's in the City is hosted by me, Peter Weber.
0: And me, Dustin Kendrick. This podcast is produced by Red Rock Music and powered by Acast.
1: Our producer is Red Yoakum and our associate producer is Emma Martins.
0: Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you listen to the podcast. Send your voice memos to btc at redrockmusic.com. That's btc at redrockmusic.com for your chance to be featured on the show.
1: And of course, follow us on Instagram at Bachelors in the City podcast. See you next week.